You're listening to All The Things with Shams and Bex. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. Yeah. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. How's school going? Um, it's really good. It's actually really, really good. I'm excited for this year. Yeah. Yeah. How is Kenley liking school? She's loving it. She's really loving it this year. Oh, good. So she likes her teacher and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both of the sixth grade teachers are just amazing. So she's super blessed this year. She's got amazing, amazing teachers. Oh, awesome. So that's a small class if there's only two teachers. Um, well, technically we have four classes oh, okay. because the other two are split English and dual immersion. This is right. You told me this. Okay. Yeah. So each grade technically has four. Except yeah. For kinder- yeah. Except for kinder and they have three. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. It's fun. Yeah. Did you have a good weekend? Uh, it was all right. It was very just chill. Um, I've been getting really sick from the heat. Oh no. No, it just kind of sucks. Like, I think it's because of how high the humidity has been this year. Yes. Um, with the heat and we've just been high digits, just like you guys. I know it's been hot over there too. Um, but it has just been, you know, high nineties and then the humidity is just ridiculous. So um just being outside for too long I just like get kind of sick yeah um and it sucks but um so I'm personally like okay I'm ready for fall because I'm really over not being able to be outside for very long um yes and I don't understand because I am hydrating like I'm making sure I'm drinking enough water I'm eating like I'm doing all of the things to take care of myself but I Mm -hmm. for some reason I just can't handle it Mm. Um, but so yeah so that happened yesterday I just got really sick halfway through the day um but otherwise I mean we've been fine we had church today Koa moved up from the little kids church to being with the bigger kids um so that was cute and oh that's so fun yeah, and we start our first day of school tomorrow. Well, Kylie and, uh, and then because Koa is kindergarten, they do stagger start days where they only take like seven kids a day in mm-hmm. their class. And so, which they don't even have, they don't have 21 kids, but they have a list of like seven and once it's filled, that's it. So Monday filled up and by the time I got there, I was like, well, if he does Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday, his next day of school is not till Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I put him in for Wednesday because I'm like, I'd rather him just start and he's just there for the rest of the week. Right. I'm not trying to like confuse him, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, so he will start Wednesday. and I start <gasps> Very Wednesday. fun. I know. I can't believe it. Like, yeah, I was telling Brant, I can't believe we have a fourth grader. And yes. uh, we were, like, looking at the pictures of when Kylia was kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And, like, her and 
Nicole look exactly alike. Yeah. Age, and it's just kind of crazy because you're like, oh, wow, you know, it, it's been that long, but it doesn't. Right. Right. So it's just interesting. But yeah, so we ready. Good, 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 good. Uh, good, I'm glad. Um, yeah, we had such, we had such a good weekend. Um, we went to a football game. So when we moved out here, it was so fun and really, really awesome. When we moved out to Utah, we, um, well, I found out that Zach's old football coach, like who used to coach him in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, had moved out here with his wife and they had two kids and they are Kenley's age. So their youngest is exactly Kenley's age and their oldest is just one year older than the two of them. So um, he is still a football coach. And so this Friday we went to his game and it was just so much fun. I had such a good time and it was just so fun to do as our, with, like as a family and with their family. Uh-huh. So that was really, really fun. And then Saturday we all were outside. We went running around. We did a walk and just running around and doing stuff. And then Zach and I went on a date. And so that's always exciting. And yeah, today was just church and hanging out. Zach left today, which sucks, but um, Zach had to run down to St. George. So it's just me and the girls for tonight and tomorrow. And maybe Tuesday, we'll see. We have to play this week by ear. But, um, yeah, so Zach is gone. So me and the girls are just going to have a girls' night and watch movies when we're done. And, um, yeah, we have a crazy week. Kenley has her first night of youth group this week. And she has her first meet this week because she's doing cross-country. So, it's so exciting. It's going to be a really fun, fun week. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like it. Yes. So and then we get a holiday next Monday. Oh, it's going to uh-huh. be great. It's going to be great. This is true. Do you guys have plans for that? No, no. Yeah. We don't have anything like crazy. We'll probably just hang out barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. But it's going to be good. I'm really, really excited. But also, I'm even more excited about what we're talking about because um I really just want as much education on the topic as I can get so do you want to tell everybody what we're talking about yes so many of you guys know if you've been listening to our podcast or following us on Instagram you know I'm from Maui um and if not now you know um (laughs) but I lived there my whole life. It's all I know. Um, and when I was 18, I moved to San Diego. Um, but if you haven't heard, because unfortunately a lot of people haven't because it really has not been broadcasted a lot on, um, the news or anything really. So unless you know someone that's from Maui, a lot of people don't know, but, um, August like 7th, 8th, uh-huh. Eighth. The eighth, yeah. There was oops. Okay, hold on. Can I turn that off really quick? Sorry, I'm like dinging over here. Um there was a fire 
And if you've been to Maui, you know that like there is two major tourist areas. You either have the Lahaina side or you have the Kihei side. And the fire started in Lahaina. And um, it's just a very historical area of Maui. There's lots of history there. There's a lot of land that has been owned for years and years um, from, you know, Hawaiians. And um, it's a huge, like, uh, like kind of fishing and where things are brought in because there is a dock there. Um, a lot of times you will go from, like, Lahaina to some of the other islands by boat from there. Um, it's just it's just a huge part of the Hawaiians and their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of local businesses and stuff. And so, unfortunately, a, there was a hurricane that went through the Pacific Ocean and the winds were 70 to 80 mile per hour winds. And it's been said that because of the winds, they blew down power lines and power lines are what started the fires and because of the 70, 70 to 80 mile per hour winds, it caused the fires to just spread so fast mm-hmm. um, and literally like just burned that whole area of Lahaina, all the businesses and historic buildings and over 300 homes. Um, and it's just, it's a huge devastation because as you can imagine, it's an island and rebuilding on an island is tough. Um, but not only that, um, but they really have not been getting any help. So mm-hmm. it's been just locals that have been coming together to make things happen. And I mean, they can only do so much with the resources they have because a lot of them live paycheck to paycheck. It's a very expensive mm-hmm. place to live. Um, it's worse than California pricing and New York pricing. Um, and so it's just, um, it's just really sad, the whole situation that happened. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, there's so much involved in it and so many stories and thoughts and, um, theories that people have with, um, of how it really did start and, there's just some really messed up situations in all of it. Um, it's just been very sad, very, very sad. And it's just, you know, day after day, new things like literally two days ago, a whole other fire started. So the oh, fire wow. started like on the Haina side, but in Kaanapali. So Kaanapali is like where all the hotels are and stuff. And that's like mm-hmm. past Lahaina. So that's kind of where people started to gather when they couldn't get out of Lahaina. Mm-hmm. Um, and another fire started there just a couple of days ago. Thankfully, they were able to get that one under control, and they sounded those sirens right away. Um, mm-hmm. So that got taken care of quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I there's so much information. I really can just go over so much. But I wasn't sure if you had like any specific questions about it, or if you just want me to like go. Over so it. yeah. Yeah, I actually did. So for me, like from my perspective, so I was informed, obviously, on the 8th when it happened, but I was informed by you. I was not informed by anything, like any resources that I had via social media, which I found so interesting. And then once that happened, I started looking into it. Um, But yeah, I actually had several questions. 
Um, now I know that, like you said, there are a lot of theories on how this started, but there are a lot of actual facts on what has happened. And so I do just kind of want to lay out the facts of what happened and then some of the things that are problematic and ways that we can help. Yeah. So, um, there, okay, there's a couple different issues with it. So one thing that did not happen that should have happened is sirens should have went off when all of this mm-hmm. Um, it did not, nothing was sounded. No one got text messages. Unfortunately, everybody's phones and internet was down. Um, when it and all the it, kids were home from school that day as well, correct? Apparently, yes, kids were home from school. And parents still went into work, which is just crazy on its own. But I mean, knowing the Hawaiian people, they would. If they have, if their if businesses are still planning to be open, they're going to go to work and they're going to show mm-hmm. up. Um, so kids were left at home, um, or I think some kids also had gone to school, and the schools had put them on buses and brought them back home. Um, and then adults were at work. And so can, if you can imagine a fire starts and a fire is going so fast and even people, adults that were home were saying that because no sirens went off at all, um, which they have all over the island. Cause I've heard hurricane sirens when living there. Um, and so because nothing went off, people were kind of just like, they knew that fires had started, but they thought that, fire departments had come out and were like keeping it under control. And that's why nothing ever sounded. Yeah. They were entrusting the system that they had in place that just wasn't being accessed. Yeah, correct. And so they had no clue. And then people were like realizing, Oh my gosh, the fire is getting closer to us. And there were a lot of people that literally had like 15 minutes, some people even less than that to get stuff together and get out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so unfortunately there are, there is still hundreds of people that are missing and a lot of them are kids. Mm. Um, it's very, very sad. The numbers are not really adding up. Um, the numbers that they're saying of who they have found so far. And yes, we know that like identifying, there's so many issues because it's like, obviously identifying someone takes time. You have to have DNA that matches. So people going in and giving DNA really helps. Um, Mm -hmm. and then like, it takes time to like identify, but then also they're saying the fires were so hot Mm -hmm. that unfortunately a lot of bodies were completely disintegrated, Mm -hmm. um, kids and adults. And I guess they say kids actually disintegrate under, um, heat faster than an adult would. There Mm -hmm. were cars and cars of people that were trying to get out. And that's a whole other thing. Like so the sirens going off when I was growing up, we were always told, and even now, like if a siren, the tsunami sirens are for a tsunami, a brush fire, a hurricane, or any other emergency that you must evacuate. Mm-hmm. The guy that was in charge of it, when he was asked, how come you didn't like do the sirens? He said, because they are for tsunamis. And if we had sounded the sirens, the, we have told people that you go up into the mountains and the fire was up in the mountain. And so if we had sounded them, then people would have went up into the mountain. And it's like, okay, they're not stupid. 
if they mm-hmm. saw fire in the mountain, they're obviously not going to go toward the fire. Mm-hmm. They'll go away from it. Um, mm-hmm. And he, like so many people questioned because we've always been taught that the sirens will go off for even a brush fire and not just a mm-hmm. tsunami. And so, um, and even now, like the commercials, like you can find them easy. And it says it on there, clear as day. So that guy actually ended up resigning within that oh, wow. after saying it. So that for sure is sketch. Also, they were saying that like people were trying to drive out via the like highway up at the top. Mm-hmm. And we're all being funneled by police officers to go down to Front Street. Front Street is the main street that goes down to all the local businesses, and it's near the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very close to the water, like a block. Um, and everybody was being funneled to drive down to Front Street, and Front Street, uh, the fire jumped like roads and came down to Front Street. And for some reason, like there was a cop, and he was like not letting anybody leave. So a cop hmm. was told to just stand there and keep everybody in and not let any cars out. And the fires came and they came so fast that they just covered people's cars. People literally had to jump into the ocean right. to escape the fires. But then also think about it. Like if fire is around an ocean, like imagine how warm that water probably got because Hawaii water is already warm. Yeah. Um, and so imagine how, and then like boats were setting off on fire. And so they were losing oil. And all that oil was going in the ocean. And then the fire, like the ocean was catching fire on top. And people were just having to sit in the water and no one was dispatched. So there was like, there was no fire departments that got dispatched. There was Mm -hmm. no um, um, Coast Guard. So these people sat in the water for hours and hours and hours. Oh my goodness. For someone to come rescue them, to come Mm. get them, children and elderly people. And just all these people that actually got to escape. There were so many people that couldn't even escape their vehicles because mm-hmm. they had seconds to get out and mm-hmm. weren't able to, and just literally just like burned up in their cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, but yeah. So there was just, uh, there was a lot of just interesting things. It's like, okay, why, why were people being like not allowed to escape and right sirens not put off and then also just questions of like the fire feeling like the fire is hotter than it should have been because there's a lot of people have come out that cremate bodies Mm -hmm. said that like for a body to disintegrate the way it did like the fire would have had to be hotter than a wildfire is Mm -hmm. and so that's like a whole other thing too but um there's a lot of different ways to donate. There's so many GoFundMe's that are going around right now. I know my home church has been doing a lot. They actually just brought in 300 um, temporary homes, and they are putting it on the 10 acres of land that they own. So they mm-hmm. have had these homes flown in from Hungary um, on huge jet planes, and they are being built. And so um, I would say do not donate to Red Cross do not donate to FEMA. Um, they are kind of very stingy with what they actually give. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of the money that you give to those two organizations just ends up going to the top and there's a small percentage that actually goes to people. Um, and so, and a lot of what's been happening, like they, a lot of people have been saying that they don't see FEMA on the ground and FEMA is over staying in these hotels out there that are like, that are like, 
$500 a night hotels to stay in. Right. And they're putting all of their people in there and they're not even on the ground helping really. Most Mm -hmm. of the work that's being done is locals that are coming together, um, that are going around the barricades, like by boat, by jet ski, um, driving, you know, filling up their cars with as many supplies as possible. Um, And there are a lot of places that have been just like holding a bunch of supplies or trying to bring gas because that was another thing. So many people were stuck on that side of the island with nowhere to get gas. Mm-hmm. And um, like all the water was off, like electricity, um, you know, just everything turned off. So a lot of those people had no way of knowing where to get help because they had no phone, no internet service, no TV service. Um, and so thankfully the locals have come together and I plan to list um, on our Instagram. So if you are not following our Instagram, it is all the things with C and B. And go there, or if you're following me or Becca, um, feel free to just ask. But I'm going to post the different, um, just a couple different organizations that you can go to to donate if you would like to donate. Um, Right now, that's kind of the biggest thing is just like there are a lot of GoFundMes for private families as well. Um, And I mean, the biggest thing is like prayer, you know, Mm -hmm. like the biggest thing that you could do for you know anyone but like also if you are able to monetarily like help that would be really helpful because these families are going to have to rebuild and it's going to take a mm-hmm. long time and like I don't really know I heard that like it's really hard with insurance to like um prove you know like mm-hmm. lost and so it just takes time and a lot of these people are going to be misplaced for a while there are um, people that have been putting families up in hotels for like a month or two, but at some point right. people are going to run out of funds, um, to be able to do stuff. It has been nice to see like people from all over the world coming together. Like I have seen so many GoFundMes that are going to organizations that are actually helping, um, mm-hmm. and like just thousands and thousands of dollars people are donating to help. And it's just so nice to see that like people care. And yeah. we're coming together to help. But like, what's so crazy is how there literally has been little to no information, um, like in the news, like they, they, yeah. a little bit, but even the news is not giving accurate information as we all know, they don't. Um, mm-hmm. and even our like governor and mayor in Hawaii, they like weren't giving any information. They kept getting bombarded and asked like, you got to share the right information. You need to be given the right numbers and all of that, um, and they finally have started coming out and giving information, but, like, mm-hmm. even them, like, they haven't been on the ground helping and doing anything, really. Um, Biden did go visit Hawaii, but nothing came of that. It was, oh, well, we'll give them, they decided to give every family one time $700. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, like, that I did see. might as well spit in their face. Yeah, yeah. Um, but billions of dollars is being sent to Ukraine, and then there was another right. thing of, oh, okay, well, we'll give, we'll give Hawaii more money, but only if you're going to approve giving Ukraine more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, unfortunately, like right now, there is not much help 
that they're getting from any government anything um even mm. on the ground took days and days and days for anyone to show up um to do anything <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. it's just crazy i don't know how long it'll take for them to clear out i know they've been trying to go through um last i saw they were only like 25 percent done of like going through trying to like figure out bodies and things like that yeah um i know there's still i think they still said there's like a thousand people that have been displaced mm. they don't know if they are like they haven't heard from them they haven't checked into any um safe place or anything oh my goodness yeah. that is just it's just and it's so heartbreaking it's so so heartbreaking it is um it is and you know the other thing too is like a lot of a lot of stuff was said like oh you know don't come to maui don't visit cancel your vacations like a lot of that was happening and um unfortunately like yeah you know you don't need to be going over there to see Lahaina and trying to like check Lahaina side out. Yeah. But Maui still does like need people to visit and right. funds there because a lot of the local people that are on the side that didn't have their houses lost, they're the ones who are coming together with money to provide for the families that need it. Right. And if their businesses are not like if their local businesses are not having people visit and spend money or, you know, if they don't have a job that's there that can pay them to do their job, you know, right. because no one is visiting, then that's money that they're not getting to help provide for their family as well, you know, because they're a lot of them have been giving their funds to what's going on. Um, and so, you know, if you did have a vacation or you were thinking about visiting, but didn't want to, like, you know, you should still, I know Lahaina is a whole side that you can't see and visit, but, um, you know, they still do need people to continue to vacation there. Right. Um, you know, I don't know. It's very mixed. It's very mixed, like feelings. There's a lot of people are like, no, we don't want anyone here. Um, oh really there's other but those are the people you know Lahaina side that lost everything and they're just like, mm -hmm. shouldn't be snorkeling in our waters and stuff like that yeah yet um for sure mm -hmm. um, but then there's other people that are like well we're on the other side of the island and like we weren't a, like we weren't directly affected in a way of where we lost everything we own mm -hmm. but we are being affected of like our like funds you know mm -hmm. so yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that you, makes it really hard. Yeah. Let me tell you, though, those um, those Hawaiians, they they know how to come together. And even if they even if people live there and they're not Hawaiian, like the locals have just really come together. And it's been so beautiful to see the love that they have for Maui and the love yeah. that they have for each other. Like I have never seen people come together like they have come together yeah so yeah yeah that's such a good good thing to see yeah um especially because it is like I said such a heartbreaking and tragic and crazy 
thing to see them all come together is is really really beautiful yeah um what are some of the things that are more of a hot topic when it comes to how the fire started and the reason behind the potential for how they were started what are some of those things yeah I mean there's so many (laughs) yeah um and I'm not saying that I agree with any of these there's a couple that um I mean you guys know I'm a conspiracy theorist um for sure I think what's so hard is like just not wanting any of it to be true because Mm -hmm. my heart um that anyone would do such a thing to people for any reason whatsoever. Um, But some of the reasons have been that I guess in 2018, it was brought up with the government and with the governor of Hawaii um, of wanting to make Maui a smart city. And so for a while now, we've been dealing with People coming in, whether it's like really rich people or famous people or the government or whoever it is coming in and trying to get locals to sell their land. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing about Lahaina especially is there is so many wars um, that war like between, you know, um, like Islanders and stuff, but like even, you know, I think even with, um, maybe um I don't think what were they like Spanish or something I don't know whoever it was that first went to Hawaii to try to like take over you know Mm -hmm. um and they there were so many like they're not it's wars but like I'm thinking of a different word I can't think of the word but like just so many so much fighting that happened there that like we call we call like real Hawaiian people with Hawaiian blood Kanaka Mm -hmm. so the kanaka that have been you know they fought and they died there and they are what's buried in so many areas of lahaina you know where they just Mm -hmm. like fought wars and died and that's where they are they weren't moved or anything that's just where they died um and so there's just so much land that has that like just throughout it um, especially on the Haina side, so much history and um, just like native people that mm-hmm. to sell that land is like giving up a part of the native people. Um, and so they have not wanted to sell. They've had that land in their families for years and years and years. They have not wanted to sell. And so the thought process has been that the only way to get the land was to have a disaster like this happen um, to where these people might be put in a position where they have to give up the land because now Mm -hmm. everything they own is burned down because, you know, they live paycheck to paycheck. Most people in Hawaii do. They don't really have funds um, extra. And then if they also have lost their businesses or they have lost, you know, people that worked in these places and now the businesses are no longer there, they have no way of making an income. How are they going to be able to continue to pay for their mortgage? Because we all, I, we all know that like if a disaster happened, let's say your house that you own burns down, you still have to pay the mortgage. You yeah. Have to take a break from it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So if they have no money coming in, if they have no way to, they have nowhere to live. So now they're having to pay to live somewhere. And so they don't have the money to keep paying their mortgage and stuff. At some point you like lose it. Right. Right. And so I think the thought process 
for a lot of people is if they did have this happen on purpose, which there's just some interesting thoughts because supposedly like with some of the videos and the pictures, there are things that were not burned um, and they were all blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the other thing that I was going to talk about. Yeah. So that's like a conspiracy theory, right? Supposedly Mm -hmm. of all of these wealthy people have been painting their houses a certain blue because when there is like a nuclear thing, which I've seen, it's like a green light that they do up in the atmosphere and they shoot a green light and it's like a nuclear fire Uh start with it. Apparently a nuclear fire does not burn this certain color blue. It'll burn anything else, any other color. Like someone was doing it on, I saw a TikTok video of someone doing it on pieces of material Uh and they were doing it down all these different colors. And when they got to blue, the blue did not set on fire or burn but all the other colors did. And so apparently they've been saying that a lot of like wealthy people have been painting their houses, a certain color blue. And then this happened. And then they're also saying that like the wild, the heat of the fire was hotter than a normal wildfire heat would be. Right. That would would go with a nuclear fire. Um, Right. And specific parts. I saw two specific parts, like with, cars on the street so the lining on the street like the lines of the street were still there but then all the rubber and like everything in the on the car was just completely burnt up yeah yeah which doesn't necessarily make sense but then again I don't know yeah I don't know and there's a lot of trees there's a lot of trees that are not burned up Uh uh-huh um like, even the banyan tree did get burned, but, like, it's doing actually really well. Um, right. Saying maybe because it's 150 years old and the roots are so deep, and that's why. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, you'll just, like, if you see videos, you'll see, like, there's, like, a whole set of blue umbrellas that are sitting there unburned, but everything else around it is gone. Uh-huh. Or there's, like, one blue car amongst all these other cars that are burned. Right. Um, and so that's another thought process is that this was planned. And they purposely burned that whole area so that now they can take over and make it a smart city. Yeah. It's really interesting because I've been seeing that there are certain places in the world that they have said they want to make smart cities. And there are fires all over the place right now. And a yeah. lot of them are in areas that they wanted to make smart cities. And so explain what exactly a smart city is and how that's supposed to be beneficial. I don't know. So that's what I'm confused about. <laughs> that's what like, I don't get. Like, if you're going, if you're making a smart city, um, okay. So does that mean everything's just going to be completely electronic? Everything's going to be chipped. Everything's going like, to be accounted for. Everything's going to be tracked. Probably is probably like a Tesla situation. Yeah, is what I'm thinking, and I don't know what the point of that is like right. is it because they can be controlled better Everything I would assume shut so down because it's on a grid right so I would assume so people that are not complying and not doing what you want them to do then you can just shut down a whole city right right and that to me so given the history of Hawaii alone um just how much that particular state has had to go through 
to then have to go through this and to have that looming, I could see how the people there would be so infuriated. And I myself for them, the thing that's so crazy to me is that other people, I feel like just the culture of it's not my problem. It's somebody else's problem. It's not happening to me. It's happening to somebody else. It's not hurting me. It's hurting somebody else is so a part of our culture now that it's, it's infuriating because it's not affecting you now. Sure. Yeah. We're not in that situation now, but we also could be. And then what? Like, I feel like it's so disrespectful for people to only get angry about something or only to care about something or to only worry about justice for something when it's personally affecting you. Yeah. Because we're all on this planet together. We're all doing this life together. So take a stand for something, take a stand for someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's so, so frustrating. And just the fact that, um, what's being covered is so little. And I I just, for me personally, again, I'm not there. I'm here in Utah, but for me personally, it just doesn't, nothing seems right. Everything smells rotten. And the fact that I feel like the children were targeted so much, um, it's just crazy to me. And yeah. well, I mean, that's the, a whole other thing. That's another conspiracy that came out of it. Oh, we are having a major thunderstorm. You'd be so happy. Uh, I would be. You know, the thunder is so loud. Um, but that's another thing, which this one, you know, I know that trafficking is huge. I know it's a big thing. Is it, is it not possible for something like this to happen? I mean, no, it probably is. But another thought process was that they ended up, because the kids were at school and they bust them home, people are saying that a bunch of kids are missing, that they haven't found any bodies. And again, if it was as hot as it said and these kids disintegrated, which they could more Mm -hmm. than adults, then that's the whole thing. You'd have to try to find parts of them, right? Yeah. Um, To even do a DNA test on. But people yeah. are like, where are all of these kids where right. they trafficked? And right. I know that sounds so crazy because even me, I'm like, okay, that sounds so crazy. But that's another one that people are like, well, the ocean's right there. And I was talking to Ashley and she's like, you know that like international waters are only 20 miles off of Maui's coast. Right, right. So it wouldn't be hard for them to, if they bust all these kids instead of bringing them home, bust right. them all to like boats or something, put them on and just took them while all this was happening. No one was paying attention. Yeah. And paying attention to this happening. Right. And it's insane to me that if there was no communication that schools were closed, children showed up to the facility that they were supposed to be at. There was no phone call. There was no communication to parents of, we are actually not having school today. We were sending all kids home. Like, but even if there was Becca, everybody's phones were down. Yeah. And wasn't their water shut off too? The water was shut off. People went to go get their hoses to try to save their houses and fight off fire. And like, some people were saying they had a drip and some people said they couldn't, there was no water whatsoever. Yeah. And that to me, it's like, I'm sorry. I know that we have new fancy math that's just absolute BS. 
but two plus two is four. One plus one is two. This is not adding up to me in any way, yeah. shape or form. There's so many things about it that just doesn't add up. But again, it's so hard because it's like, I don't want to believe that this is planned. And that uh-huh. someone would be so evil to do that to so many people. But it's more than possible. I mean, obviously, yeah. like I said, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So there's a lot of things in this world that's really messed up that I believe yeah. people really are doing. And I don't know. It There's, I think... There's just so much unknown. There's so much of people not understanding and guessing because Mm -hmm. like all people know is I couldn't, I had no water access. Sirens did not get off, go off. Mm -hmm. And we had very little time to get out. Yeah. And I feel like the lack, yeah, I feel like the lack of communication and the lack of uh, human resource, water, fresh water, I feel like those two things alone are another reason to sound an alarm that something is not right. Yeah. Well, and the fact that it wasn't just Lahaina that had a fire. Lahaina had a fire, and mm-hmm. Kihei had a fire, but that one got under control quickly. Kula, mm-hmm. which is up in the mountains, also had a fire. Mm-hmm. And so there were three fires happening at once. And then... Like a couple days later, Kaanapali got a fire. And then literally two days ago, another fire broke out in Kaanapali. Then there was a fire that broke out in Kahului. Like, it is just so weird. It is just so, like, I'm like, I don't understand where all these fires are coming from. Yeah. And, like, could someone have started it? Sure. But, again, I mean, unless, I don't know. I don't know who would be it's possible people do it right like in california it happens all the time people will start random fires oh yeah like hawaiians just the land is part of them and part of their culture so unless it's someone that's not hawaiian like i just don't see a hawaiian starting a fire for no reason no i don't believe that it was yeah i do not believe that it was i believe that it was somebody outside of hawaii yeah i don't know it's just nothing's adding up honestly and then like when the governor and the mayor was being questioned they were so hostile yeah correct so hostile didn't want to answer questions we're getting into fights with reporters like i'm sure they were annoyed because they're like we're getting so questioned but of course people are going to question they want to know what happened they want to know why no one was there to help them why still right. no one is there to help them? Why do locals that lost everything have to be the ones to come together to make sure that people are fed and they have right. somewhere to lay their head and they have toiletries that they need and they have clean, fresh water to drink? Why is it that the locals have to come together to make sure that that's happening when you're part of the government and it is your job right. to protect your state that you are in charge of? You should be knocking at the door of Biden and whoever else he is hanging out with him and you should be banging on their door saying my state needs help. This right. is my home. This is where I'm from. You right. are Hawaiian. Why are you not? Yeah. Anything? Why are you not fighting for your people? Yeah. That was very alarming to me as well. It's just, it's horrible. And you know, to watch it unfold and to just watch day after day the more stuff that comes out the more questions that are brought up and like no one has answers and you know mm-hmm. 
it's just so sad. It really is. Like, you know how my heart has just been so broken. Yes. Because there's so much history, memories. There's so much that has been taken and burned up that you, there's so much that you can't replace. Mm-hmm. You can rebuild. You can have new businesses. You can have new homes. You could even maybe try to rebuild the historical places, but they're not going to be made out of the same materials and it's not original. And now that all of these historical areas have been burned up, are they even considered historical anymore? Right. And if not, it's easy to just cover it up Mm -hmm. and get whatever they want to because now they have no reason to have to preserve. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. It's just sad. So, yes. Right. Just heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking. But again, like you said, um, you're going to be listing a lot of places that you can donate to. Um, Thank you for that information for what to be aware um, or what to be wary of. Because a lot of the times I think um, just those big names are people's go-to because it's just so ingrained in them that that is the best place when that's not necessarily the case. So thank you so much for doing that. And I have been praying for your heart and praying for Hawaii. And so anybody and everybody who is listening, send all your prayers, donate if you can. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 And, um, yeah, we just wanted, I asked Becca if we could talk about it. I just wanted to bring light to it. I wanted people to know if you didn't know, and if you had not heard, I think that knowledge is power and it's good to get it out there because obviously a lot of it is just being hidden. Yes. A lot of people don't know what's going on. I can't even tell you the amount of people that have asked me. So what's going on now? What is the, right. Because they have no clue. There is nowhere I mean, you can go searching. You definitely yeah. can go searching, but you're not going to find the exact information that I can find because I know uh-huh. people there. So yeah. I get information straight from them or I know to go like who to follow and to get information from. Um, and so, and you know, there's, I'm sure there's tons of information out there that like some people like drama, you know, and right. so you just never know like who you're getting your information from if it's true or if it's just hyped up. Um, but yes, please just keep all of the people in Hawaii in your prayers because obviously there's so much, you know, they're still trying to figure out, um, who has lost who and trying to just rebuild and figure life out. This is going to take months and months. Right. Sure. So, um, just please keep praying for them. And yes, if you can donate, um, I will post some places that you can go to donate um and yeah thanks for listening and we love you guys sorry for starting off so heavy but we will have more lighter hey (laughs) man it's life yes you know that's just life sometimes things are not happy something Mm -hmm. sometimes things are rough and suck you know so um but anyway thanks for letting me share Becca absolutely of course and I love you and we love everybody listening and we're back. We're back. Yes. So 
get ready for more all the things and then also our little portion that we've taken off of all the things called some of the things yes Uh, our minis are gonna be out yes those will be so fun those will be those will be starting actually i think one's dropping before this one so um anyway we love you guys and have a great back to school time yes (laughs) everybody have fun be safe as safe as you can be and yeah we're back and we love you yep all right we'll talk to you later all right Bye. bye Thank you.